Good morning and welcome to episode 64 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast. We are presented by Loyalty Liquors. Speaking of Loyalty Liquors, got some new uh, shirts for upper management. Travis Matthew, pretty friggin' nice. I asked Trav if all the employees were getting them. He said, hell no. <laughs> um, hosted by Aaron Taylor and myself, Ben Schanenberger. And we are the dynamic duo. The elite group of men that podcast. We are the Sunday Conversation Podcast. Aaron, how the hell was your week, buddy? Hey, Ben. Uh, oh, actually, Palestine. Palestine. That's how my week was. I, I mean, in, in reality, you know, there's some weeks we do this show and there's not. Oh, hold on. Before I go anywhere, happy birthday to my stepmom, Shannon. Today is her 42nd birthday. I know she's not actually 42, but, you know, you got to m- make them feel nice on their birthday. So, Shan, happy birthday. Love you. Um, yeah, you know, some weeks we do this podcast and there's you know, we go into it and it's like, all right, well, what are we going to talk about? You know, not that much happened this week and well, at least in the world we follow and, uh, you know, we, we make the, make the most of it. Sometimes those episodes are great. Sometimes they're, they're not so great, whatever. This week, there was so much shit happening. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to keep track of it all in, uh, in my head, but my week personally you know, other than the fact that the St. Louis Blues are, are you know, for all intents and purposes, done in the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, it was great. It was great. Other than that, it was fantastic. How was your week, pal? Um, my week was great, um, I guess, in a, uh, in a sense that it was great, but it was horrible in the sense that I lost a fuckload of money. Just an absolute extravagant amount of money. We should uh, we should probably start there, considering the fact we had no problem pumping our tires when Ether was running up after we talked about it, and then you know whatever it's been two weeks later, it's uh, you know it's plummeted right back down to earth to to an extent. So we should should probably start there. Um, Let's just start with remember back on episode whatever when I told the uh, fun story of of losing like one hundred and twenty grand. Yeah. Well, that's just like chicken shit numbers compared to what happened this week. <laughs> Comparatively, that's, that's child's play. Like less than child's play. That um, uh, that episode episode twenty seven. Want to know what it's like uh, to lose one hundred and twenty? Well, episode sixty four. Do you want to know what it's like to lose a fuckload more than one hundred and twenty <laughs> grand? But uh. It, it's all good. I think it was a good, healthy. Um, I think it was a healthy correction. Um, probably needed to happen. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess. Yeah, we got to be honest and and take our. Uh, what do they say? Uh, take our lumps. Eat some crow. Well, yeah, but is it wear? Oh, wear it on the chin. Maybe is that a saying? Oh, yeah. we gotta wear it on. It. We gotta wear it on our, on our chins and and just, you know. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. That's all I got to say. Last yeah. week and the week before, it was fucking rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. This week, it's like snails and slugs right now. It's like fucking. Yep. Yep. I mean, just. 
Just not, just not great. Just not, not great. Not the best week, but okay. it's okay. Yeah. Um, that I mean, it, it definitely. I mean, since we are, I mean, we do talk finances on here. I mean, dude, there was a massive. This fucking idiot, your boy Elon Musk, is just fucking up everything right now. He's not my boy anymore. We're oh, not friends oh, anymore. Oh, oh, formerly your formerly friend Elon, your former friend Elon. Yes, thank is you. a dipshit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we could talk about. Let's start right there and just talk about the mass, like where we are with social media, and I, I, I did we not just say this last week, and and how the influence that can come that has like i don't even think hitler had this much fucking influence I'm I'm hoping, i hope it's not too soon to laugh at that joke it's been <laughs> dead for <laughs> i mean it's like i i i that i stand by that i stand by that statement there's no way he, he could have, if, if he wanted to get a message out in one night, there's, it, there, it's no chance. They're playing telephone. You know what I mean? Right. Now, nowadays, it's like fucking boom. The message is out and the, um, the mass manipulation has happened. It's like, you know, it's like we're talking about like, uh, obviously, you know, you and I are not into like Dogecoin or whatever, but right. dude, that was the greatest all time fucking Pump and dump. S- swindle ever. Yeah. This guy's like fucking Bernie Madoff. Yeah, well, so the, the funny thing to me is that, and, and listen, I, 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 you know, I, I think Elon Musk is a pretty sharp dude. I think, I think the mission he's on with his companies is, is, you know, is potentially, you know, going to offset a lot of, uh, a lot of problems. Actually, we talked about last week and overpopulation and things of that nature, but, um, you know, he, it was kind of later into the crypto game anyways. And and now all of a sudden he's like the market maker, you know, where what he says goes, but um, you know, whatever. I did see a thing that said that every time he's tweeted with the exception of when he said Tesla would stop accepting Bitcoin uh, the effect that it's had on the price, like the price movement has been less and less, like it's having less and less effect, obviously until that happened. But on top of that, you had China say that they're going to crack down on Bitcoin mining. You had Joe Biden, the IRS, come out and say that they now want records of every uh, cryptocurrency exchange or uh, uh, what the fuck is it worth? transaction over ten thousand uh, dollars. So it's kind of like a perfect storm of things. And and but Ben, the the beauty of that or the beauty of it all is that you know. As far as a correction goes, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty substantial correction. You know, it was what? It was around 4100 bucks, and now it's down to 20, whatever, 25, 2600, um, 2400. I mean, yeah, dude, it's a, I mean, so that's a it, substantial it, correction, but comparatively to like, say, 2018, you know, which was a crash more than a correction, like this time it's, it's found a level. And so when you look at it, I saw a great, quote on instagram the other day when this was all going on said when in doubt zoom out as in instead of looking at 
your portfolio from a one day, one week perspective. Zoom out to the last year, even when you're looking at an asset. So look I, at Ethereum I like that in the last year. So when in doubt, zoom out. Look at Ethereum in the last year. You know, at this time last year it was what around six hundred bucks. Now it's twenty four hundred. So it's quadrupled in price. Yeah, it just had a major correction, but it's four times more expensive than it was last year. So you know. You you look at it from the perspective of, oh, it's crashing. I'm panicking. Fuck, I got to get out of this. Like, you know, I'm going to lose all my money. Or you look at it from, oh, it's still up 400% over last year, you know, and just hold on to it. And, you know, that's a, that's a mindset thing that I think you and I have developed a lot over the last year where I saw that happen. And I just kind of laughed about it. My whole portfolio is down 30% in the last week, 30%. A third of my money is not completely vanished, but his, you know, on paper vanished. And I just kind of laughed about it. I was like, eh, okay, well, that's how you got to have your, um, your finances as a whole in order. So that when something like that happens, you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. I can sit and wait until it comes back. Totally. Um, and then like on another news front, it's like our other boy or your other boy, Tom Brady, he's coming out with a whole fucking, um, it's called like autograph. Did you see that? I did not. He, He's coming out with a whole entire NFT platform. Oh, okay. Called wow. auto called Autograph. And uh basically it's like he he just recently put up um in his in his profile the laser eyes like that cat laser eyes. It's synonymous for for like a bitcoin yeah whatever like that's if you see that whatever picture it's like it has to do with bitcoin or whatever and then he he tweeted uh by by the dip the other day yeah so I saw, um I saw that too. but but meaning it's like there's just another high level person again in your trip manipulating but shit i mean there's still fucking life around this stuff obviously i mean it's 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 gonna be pretty nifty here in in the next few years like i think i think we're gonna in our life we'll we'll have seen our third internet like our third version of internet yeah you and i yeah which i, I mean we we saw the first one you know the internet you know call it like the original like yeah oh yeah even like you know in like you know i'm thinking like elementary school when it's like right. you know when it was a rainy uh, rainy day and we got to play oregon trail yeah. fuck, during recess you know what i mean um th that was fucking laugh out loud funny what computers were like back then oh it was my just God. like <laughs> you know what i mean it was like what the fuck is this thing you like you move the mouse the mouse like it wasn't even like real time. There was like 10,000 mouses on the, on the screen. Yeah, right. like, like, <laughs> um, but no, so there you have it. Meaning, you know, we saw, we saw round one, we saw fucking, we saw the development of the internet and, and wireless and uh, dude, dude, now it's like, I mean, I hate to bring up our, our boy again, Elon, but it's like now he's throwing fucking satellites up in the, in the sky to fucking, you know, for, for people who are in completely, you know, like desolate areas to get internet. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and, and I, um, and I, you know, like I said, I, I think that he's doing a lot of good. I just, I think there's things that he talks about that he should, he should, uh, 
to keep, shut his mouth. Himself. Um, I just I just want to look something up uh, while you were talking, and, and my homepage is, is uh, Barstool Sports, and the first two news stories, not to totally change topics, just had me laughing. The first one is Paulina Gretzky says her dad is cool with her Instagram photos, and Dustin Johnson kept her out of Playboy. Fun fact, Paulina Gretzky has me blocked on Instagram. And the second story is, you'll never believe this, but turns out Jeffrey Epstein's prison guards lied about what happened the night he did not kill himself. <laughs> get get no, out of here. No, no way. way. <laughs> hey, dummies, there was a meme the next morning that, t- that told everybody in the world that he didn't kill himself. It's like, come on. Yeah. Get real. Right. right. Um, just, just look at the meme. But, uh, but yeah, Ben, I mean, listen, I, I get it. I get, I get people's trepidations, by the way, there's an Oregon trail that exists for, uh, MacBooks. Looks like I'm going to be downloading that and, and giving that a whirl later. It doesn't damn work. dude, dude, just all I'm saying is when you get to the Mississippi, don't try to, don't try to ford it. Cock, yeah. the, cock, yeah, gotta cock, cock it. it. Gotta cock, cock it. it and float that mother. Gotta fucker, cock it. You know what I mean? Every time you forward, you just you go down and then <laughs> yeah, you get it's just a, three people get to the other side. Yeah, One of yeah, them's yeah. got dysentery, you know. Yeah, Jesus Christ, and then fucking, you know, uh what the other, you know, some other girls got hay fever, and yep. then oh the the fish rotted and yep. uh and Joe Joey's dead. Joey's dead. <laughs> I don't think I ever made it to Oregon in that, in that game. I just listen. I would just well, it was, hunt for it was, bison. It that was, was it. It was fucking hard to do in one recess. I'll tell you that right now. You know mm. what I mean? It's like getting all the way across yeah. the country in twenty five minutes. It's like. <laughs> So we didn't. We don't even have that technology now. They sure shit sure didn't have it back then. Um, oh Christ! I always got to like Kansas and was just like, oh, there's no yeah. birds in the sky. That was the best part of the game was when you could hunt the birds. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I think you're. I think you're totally right. And I, you know, listen, I'm, maybe this is us just convincing ourselves, but um, I just think if you look at the way things have gone over the last, you know, ten years, it, it's. There's uh, a lot of upside and there's definitely a lot of uh, promise there. But um, that was one thing we want to talk about. Secondly, I don't know if you saw this. So in, in terms of the whole Israel-Palestine thing, I mean, listen, I, I don't. I don't. Aaron, te- Aaron texted me on Wednesday and he sent me a text that just said Palestine. And then he did like the second text didn't come through for a minute. <laughs> and then it was like just a reminder for the pod this week <laughs> just like, it was, and it was outside. and it was just a reminder to myself more not like not like hey ben you know look up the history of israel and palestine and the gaza strip it was just like hey i need to remember this because it's something i want to talk about and i and i don't even want to talk about it from the perspective of what's happening there i mean listen i don't know enough about the situation i know that that palestine and israel have you know historically kind of always been at each other's throats and from what i understand you know Israel kind of bullies Palestine and kind of pushes them around, but Palestine at the same time, you know, commits terrorist acts here and there. Um, and, you know, apparently has had the opportunity to set up their own sovereign nation and, and has not done it. And, you know, now seems to be run by a, you know, a very a radical Islamic organization. So I don't think either side is necessarily a, right. A, a regime. Yeah, that's a that, yeah organization. A regime is a better word for it. Thank you, Ben. You've been studying that the source. I got you. Um but uh, so I don't necessarily want to comment on that more what I want to comment on. And actually, someone posted an Instagram story that said, if you want to see how crazy the world is, go on Snapchat map. Right. So on Snapchat, you can go to a map of the world and you can 
you know, go to cities and see snap stories that people have posted from cities that have the geotag and stuff, you know, interesting little feature. So it said, go to Snapchat map and look at Gaza city and Tel Aviv in Israel. So I go and I look at Gaza city and it's like a war zone. There's explosions going off. There's buildings that are all collapsed. There's, you know, people trying to rescue people out of buildings. It looks like a war zone. Then I go up a little bit to Tel Aviv. Looks like the most beautiful summer day. Everybody's just going about enjoying their lives and all this shit. And so, I mean, in, in, in hey, that what's, aspect, what's the mileage, Aaron? Like, how far is? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think it's not that far. Um, like under a hundred. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I think it's like... probably a little bit further than that. Tel Aviv to Gaza City. City has a night. Tel Aviv to Gaza City. Oh, um, but like, you know, they're, they've got, you looked at the one from Gaza city and there's fighter jets flying overhead and you're seeing rockets get, you know, get shot by what the fuck? I can't look up Gaza city. All right. I'll look up Tel Aviv. No, that's weird. Looks like apples picked aside. Mm. <laughs> like apples mm. picked aside. Mm. Mm. Makes you think. Mm. <laughs> Makes you wonder. Um, Shit, dude. So I guess my question is who actually you know what, Ben? It's probably Yeah, it's not that far. Dude, that's so weird though. Well, I guess that's my question. It's like so so look, it shows me on the map where Gaza is, but then when it says directions not available, directions are not available between these locations. Well, maybe it's maybe they don't give directions to war zones. Maybe it's like just trying the to send you around, sending you around the war. <laughs> Take six lefts, head due east. Uh, but but anyways, the, I mean the the whole point of that is like you know it does show you that like you know one country the the more advanced military superpower has has uh, you know it doesn't seem like it's affecting daily day life there at all. And in Gaza City, it looks like it you know it looks like a fucking war zone. But the more interesting aspect of it, and and this is kind of why I wanted to bring it up, and you know it should be said again for the five thousandth time. You know Ben and I are not you know Trump voters, Trump supporters, anything like that. But it's very interesting how Joe Biden ran on the platform of like equality for all and Black Lives Matter, and you know everybody has the same rights. But then when it comes to a uh, oh a, a pe- different country, a different country, not only that. You know, a people that are, you know, you can make the argument being oppressed by the, the bigger military superpower who happens to be an American ally, a very important American ally. Joe Biden has nothing to say, you know, for most of the week, he said almost nothing. And then he he I believe the, the phrasing of this, the wording of this is right, strongly suggested a ceasefire to the prime minister of Israel. He strongly suggested it. Uh and then this this is the whole reason I texted you in the first place. I don't know if you saw this. He was uh, test driving a new Ford electric vehicle, a pickup truck. And uh, he's in the front seat and there's a bunch of reporters outside the car and they're asking him, you know, just random questions. You know, how fast is the two zero to 60 and blah, blah, blah. And so, he's, you know, they're going back and forth before he's about to test drive it. He's on like a uh, airstrip. One uh, one of the reporters goes, uh, 
you know, President Biden, would you mind if I ask you a couple questions about Israel? Uh, you know, it's pretty important. And he goes, no, you can't unless you want to stand in front of this truck while I drive away. And then looks at her and goes, just teasing. It's like, what the fuck? Like, the president of the United States just told somebody he wants to run him over. Like, and it's not national news. And it just it just shows you that there's a double standard, you know, when it comes to how one presidency is being covered compared to the other. And I wonder, I wonder what race that reporter was, because that oh, would be geez. just. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? But yeah, I mean, listen, man, you know, I just I just the, the point in, in, in bringing that up um is you know this is why i don't understand why people show so much loyalty to politicians you know and and get so proud of politicians and, and get so happy when they vote in the right pre- you know the president that they want because it's like the other day nothing's changed what has gotten so much better since joe biden took over you know other than the fact that the country is not you know screaming at each other all the time anymore oh yeah what's changed gas prices are going up no what's changed is now we just are, are, are creating wars in other places. Yeah, gas prices are going up. There's a huge crisis at the border of Mexico, which the media has stopped covering. Uh, Israel and Palestine were at each other's throats. They had a ceasefire yesterday. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like things don't seem to be going any better as far as I'm concerned. Fucking Bitcoin, you know, and Ethereum are getting killed. Uh, tech stocks are getting crushed. You know, like it's not... It's not, yeah. uh, it's not awesome. Right. Right. No. Yeah. Meaning like, and that, but that's the thing. It's like, it's such a, it's such like a, um, like you just said, almost like, no, everyone is so fucking, you know, worried about other shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I bet, I bet if, if, I mean, I don't know anything right now, but like, I bet if we, if we were to say like, Oh, what's up with like, um, pop culture. Like what's new, like, you know what I mean? What were the cool things in pop culture this week? You know what I mean? That like probably everyone's talking about, like, yeah. obviously not, you know what I mean? Because, but, but just meaning like, it's like, that's more important. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, fucking, um, did you hear who got, what like celebrity couple got engaged? Like, oh my God, right. like, you know what I mean? It's just like the fact that, you know, people are so just, I guess blinded by like shit like the I like blinded by like I don't want to say like unintelligence but I want to say like unintelligence like nobody thinks you know what I mean nobody nobody does anything and then next thing you know it's like Oh, there's people getting blown up in, you know, a country overseas, but you know, it's like that I feel like should be way bigger news than it is. You know what I mean? Just like it it just shows another fucking uh, another fucking blatant right in front of our face like just how much like there's media manipulation you know what i mean or 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 media um lies you know what i mean it's like and 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 one thing i wanted to say almost was like it's kind of i don't want to say this is like cool but in a sense like snapchat 
you being able to go on Snapchat and check out other cities, like yeah. that's that's actually pretty sweet because you know, if you're if you're flipping on CNN or Fox News or whatever, it's like you're gonna get what they tell you. You know what I mean? Right, it's like right. but there are there are people like you and I who are sitting in their homes watching, you know, homes across the street literally get blown up and they're 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 taking videos of this shit. And it's yeah. like, you know, in a in a way, it's like, you know, we're just talking about the internet and like, you know, spreading the word and and, and all that. And it's like like that's pretty that's pretty real you know what i mean i'm sure snapchat has a way to like filter out some videos and shit like somebody probably tried to post something real graphic or whatever and they i'm sure they can you know not put that on there but then on the flip side it's like you're getting you know real life videos of i we think no you know what i mean it's like nobody fucking knows sure but you know it's like I almost trust like a random person over like some fucking news reporter. That's like taking a shot, getting a shot and then, you know, creating a narrative for the shot right? rather than like, you know, letting people make their own decisions and judgments or whatever. Yeah. Well, I also think Ben too, the interesting, it's kind of an interesting thing about the world and and it's, something i mean you've traveled overseas you you notice we're like the world is so wrapped up in what is happening in america you know it's it's you know american news is news all over the world right but americans are so disinterested or uninterested in anything else that's happening outside of america like right if you ask the average american where palestine even is in relationship to Israel, like the majority of them don't know, like the majority of them have no fucking clue what's happening and what the reason for any of it is. And like, that's, you know, to be honest, it's kind of like American ignorance. Isn't that like, you know, we're so important that nobody else matters. And like, you know, that's, that's why when you talk to a lot of, you know, talk to Europeans and stuff, it's, it's part of the problem that a lot of people have with Americans is that they're just so insular. They only care about what's going on in America. Uh, but it, you know, it really does speak to if you're going to hold presidents accountable for things they say and do or politicians in general, you should, you know, have an idea, some semblance of an idea of what's happening, you know, all over the world. When it comes to things like, you know, one country blowing up another or, uh, you know, dude, Palestine isn't technically a country, I don't think, but, you know, you get what I'm getting for, getting at. But, um, yeah, man, it, it's it's just it's not, it's not great business. You know, Aaron, Aaron, there's this like quote that's like, you know, if you speak four languages, you're, you know, extremely intelligent. If you yeah. speak three, three languages, you're trilingual. If you speak two languages, you're bilingual. And if you speak one language, you're American. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um, the uh the uh do you know what it's called when somebody speaks multiple languages bilingual or, or no. no i don't know it's called well somebody who speaks multiple languages is a polyglot a polyglot there's your there's your fun g-l-o-t g-l-o-t okay i like uh, that i'm not one me neither <laughs> me neither i know listen i know a lot of like wine terms what? in other languages yeah 
<clears throat> so you know, if you want to talk about, I can, I can speak like, Hertz garden, you know, I can speak dog. Like <laughs> I have a different voice for like dogs. Like, hey, Bubsy, come here, boy. Here. Come on. And you're right, dog. I got yeah. a, I got a horse voice. Um, I, got yeah. a donkey voice. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that one gets you bit every once in a while. That fits under the equine um, <laughs> umbrella. Uh, yes, yeah. So. But uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated by, were we just talking about something else? I, I was gonna say, I'm fascinated by people who can speak multiple languages. Like, I think that's yeah. the coolest fucking thing in the world. And <clears throat> we're talking, I'm down in, in Florida right now. And uh, I'm in, I'm in Mexico beach and there, obviously a hurricane came through a couple of years ago, everything got washed out. And uh you know, so it's like there's right now it's everywhere. Everyone's doing work. Everyone, like literally, fucking everybody in every direction is is building new houses, whatever, because everything got decimated and wiped right. away. And uh, I was talking to my girlfriend's dad, and uh, he was saying how there's one Mexican guy that can speak English, yep, right, and he's got the nicest truck. He's got a brand new truck, right? Yep. And the reason is, is because he goes and gets all the work, marks it up, and then gives it to other Mexican guys who right. can't speak English right. for, you know, and, he, you know, he's making a cut on every single, every single job. Just by being the middleman. Right, right. And it's just like, you know, but there you have it. It's like that guy is making a shitload of money. Why? Because he can speak English and Spanish. Right. You know what I mean? It's like they're they're there's no, a... you know what's funny too about like people that speak multiple languages as somebody who is in a, in a professional and personal setting has dealt with you know a lot of multilingual you know multilingual people polyglots as i just said like it's funny how a lot of them are always like uh you know my you know my english isn't great or my english is no good and like 99 percent of the time like their english is like totally fine you know obviously right. they make you know some grammatical mistakes here and there but like you know you can understand what they're what they're saying and yeah you do feel like a dumb american when you go places and like you know all these people speak you know one two or two three languages and you're just like well hey man you gotta the other speak thing, to me. and the other thing though is is like how difficult english is to speak there's so many fucking well, variations well to, well, to, to learn, learn yeah. right to learn yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the conjugations, all the different, I mean, everything. It's like, obviously, you know, like I took, I took French, um, you know, it's like, it's difficult, obviously, but it's not like, you know, there's not fucking four different ways, you know, to spell there and well, that's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, like, it's you know, there's like... multiple ways for there, multiple ways for your, and like, you have to know which one you're using proper to know it proper. Like, yeah, it's two, extremely two, difficult. Two. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's like, um, are we going to the beach? Um, are we also eating peaches too? Or, or do you want two peaches? Are you, or, yeah, exactly. It's like, um, you know, that's like, that's kind of weird, you know, like for like, you know it's like i guess it's just the perfect it's a perfect fucking analogy or like correlation to america it's like it's just let's make it more difficult dude ben, it's just sorry not to cut you off but like 
I this just came to me, and it's obviously we recorded early last week because we had to accommodate some stuff. How, how was that wedding, by the way? Did you have a blast? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was, right. It was actually it was my first wedding that I've been to that that everything was on the venue, so there, you didn't have to go anywhere. Like we stayed in these little oh, cabins. Oh, that's fantastic. At the venue. Yeah. Um, the rehearsal dinner at the venue. The yeah. fucking wedding at the. You know what I mean? Everything awesome. was right there. You just so it was like you know um in terms of that there was no like fucking i feel like you know if you go to a wedding and it's like you're fucking driving all around like oh we got to go here for this here for that it just was very nice it was very simple and i hadn't really i mean i've been to a wedding where everything's at the venue but you don't stay there you know what i mean so it's just like whatever uh it it was great it's just more stressful when you gotta like like gotta be places certain times and if you're not then you gotta find your own way and stuff it just becomes a pain in the ass and especially like for me it was nice because i um i mean i had to chill all day my my girlfriend was in the wedding so um she had to get dressed all day that kind of fucking sucks but whatever didn't suck for me i drank all day um <laughs> that's not that's uh, not why i brought that up that's not why but good to know i'm glad you had a good time um because we recorded early last week we missed the news that COVID is over because the cdc announced thursday right, that, that, that you no longer news. have to wear masks of course they kind of cocked us on that you know we've been waiting for that for over a year now but i do find it twofold i do find it coincidental that two weeks after flu season ended you know what the cdc considers flu season all of a sudden masks can come off i did find that coincidental uh but also now what you're going to run into is again you know as, as covid has been this whole time and this I, we got to be coming to the end of probably when we'll talk about this but i have a story and there's a reason i bring it up the politicized nature of the vaccine and covid is you know is going to get to an interesting point here with employers and employees and it came to a head I, I for got, my company yesterday. Yep. So I, I have also have another story on top of that. It's anybody that's basically anybody that forced their employees to to get the vac or not forced, but like said it was you know important to get it or whatever. And now are you talking about how they're it's coming back where everyone's getting sued? All the employers are getting oh, sued. Oh yeah. So so here's my mm-hmm. personal story with this. So. Um, yeah, and, and again, like this needs to be reiterated. What you do with your body, what you choose to do with your body, what you're comfortable doing with your body is 100% up to you. You get no judgment from me or Ben about it. If you are comfortable getting the vaccine, then so be it. If you're not comfortable getting the vaccine, so be it. It's your body, your choice. We are uh, we, we are four people making their own decisions on this podcast. But yesterday morning, I get a text message from my boss. And my boss is an awesome guy. He, uh, and he's just doing his job here. You know, he's just a conduit from upper management to us. And he texted us yesterday morning and said, I need to find in a group text to everybody in our team, which is, uh, I think 12 people, 11 people, something like that. I need to find out where all of you are with your COVID vaccinations. Are you fully vaccinated halfway or not at all? I need this information by Monday. And I, so that came through. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, can they fucking ask that? Which I found out afterwards and talking to my stepmom, shout out Shannon, happy birthday, that it is not a HIPAA violation. If it's a, if it's a privately owned company, they have the right to ask you if you are vaccinated, but it gets, it gets better. So first guy done, both shots on board. Second guy, fully vaccinated. 
And then the skeptics start to come through. And uh, one of the girls I work with, hey, Max, is there a reason they want to know this information? And he said, no, I was asked to do a poll to see where everyone is. And then this guy, Drew, who's a senior rep, says, hmm. So the guy says, I'm not so on board with disclosing all that info over the thread. And then I just said, so the t- it's just going on and on and on. So I said, Max, is that not a HIPAA violation for the company to ask that? Instantly stop the conversation. Instantly. Half hour goes by, not a word from anybody. And then he texts back. I was asked to retract my text regarding COVID vaccinations. If you feel more comfortable responding to HR for confidentiality reasons, do that. I'm not trying to invade anyone's privacy or personal choices. So apparently. My guy, Aaron. I love that shit. Apparently. I fucking love that the, shit. The, the people are, they're so terrified of the of a potential lawsuit. They're like, nope, never mind. Never mind. We didn't ask that. Forget it. Forget anybody else. Oh, my God. So, dude, now. All right. Let's since we're on the subject it's like early on man early on i won't say any names obviously but like dude people were getting swindled like into getting the vaccine in terms of like oh we work in healthcare everybody here is getting the vaccine if everybody gets it we all get a stipend oh really right yes so they force you into essentially that well they make it they so incentivize like okay, just say you to do it all okay there's 12 people in your on your team yeah everybody's got to get it yeah but if everybody gets it they get the money yeah and if you if everyone doesn't get it then they don't get the money right so they fucking they you know what i mean so one of our buddies in texas like got early early on he had gotten it and and another friend was like did you have to get it or did you was it like a a group like like a part of a group thing where like and he was like yeah it was part of a group like meaning so shit dude you know what i mean it's like uh now basically the story that i had heard was that all of these companies are now getting sued and they're gonna go under because like you just said when it started off as like oh you know you need this but then as soon as someone chimes in and says oh is this a HIPAA violation I'm not saying we're talking about that but it's just like oh shit you know what I mean and then it's like it's game over it's like now it's like that that company that you know i guess forcibly you know had their employees get vaccinated wasn't really supposed to do that and yeah we'll we'll see what happens it's gonna yeah, be it's man. gonna be uh it's 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 in it, it, again it's interesting you know it's interesting that it's so polarizing and so politicized that, that this is the point we're at but at the end of the day it's like we talked about man People- i'm also dude like just i'm just like thinking this now it's like how about employers that basically aren't set up like and when i say that like you know their businesses aren't in you know separate ent- entities yeah, like sure. you know right. what i mean if, they, if they're running their business through, through themselves you know what i mean and it's like good night jim kite yes sir good fucking night is right it's like uh coming be, for everything a, you got yeah shit yeah so uh yeah i just it's it's and, and listen you know i i I, like I said, I totally get it if you feel comfortable, but like this whole, 
this whole the other the other thing I want the this is probably the last thing I'll bring up because we're we'll end up running long. But in the state of Connecticut, so obviously there's there's uh, 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 not enough people. I, I don't how, what the fuck I don't know why I can't phrase this. Uh, there's so many jobs available, not enough people going for jobs. That, like there's this huge work shortage in there, not it's work everywhere. It's yeah, everywhere. all over, all over the country, right? Because people don't want to go back to work. So you're seeing in some states that the governors are just saying, "Well, fuck it, we're cutting unemployment benefits. We're stopping them right now. Like if you if you want money, get back to work. Like that's how you're going to get your money, and which is the way it should be done. In Connecticut, they are doing. They are incentivizing people by saying, if you get a job, if you're currently on unemployment and get a job and complete 60 days worth of work, we'll give you a thousand dollar check. And that is what they're doing to get people to get back to work, which is fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous here. We're going to give you more money to go back to work when it's like, Hey, how about we just stop giving you money and you get your ass back to work. There's, I have so many restaurant accounts that are fucking dying for people to come fucking work and nobody wants to work. And the other thing too, is that like, the restaurants are busy as fuck right now. They're so fucking busy. There's so much money to be made there as a server. And people are like, nah, I'll just sit at home and collect this. And now the city of Connecticut's like, hey, we'll give you $1,000 if you get back to work. It's a fucking joke. Yeah, dude, this whole fucking financial system is about to fucking collapse. This whole system is about to collapse. And th- like, there you have it. There's a, you know what I mean? Dude, every, my girl's dad has a logging company. Yeah. In order to, to have a logging company, you need to have drivers yes. that have CDLs. Right. Nobody is, nobody can, you know what I mean? Nobody can pass a drug test. Nobody can fucking, you know, it's like we are living in a world now where we're going to witness, I'll say it again, like, or I'll say it like this, like, if you don't fucking, if you don't have your finances under control and, and you don't have, um, overhead that you can control, Mm -hmm. it's, it's no longer that, that life does not work anymore. You know what I mean? Um, in terms of if you're going to try to go make it in life right now, and you have this, this grand plan and your grand plan includes going into massive debt buying equipment whatever doing whatever you need to do to to um achieve your grand plan it, it's not the way it, you can't do it anymore right. you, you can't you cannot do it like if if you or i were like oh we're gonna get into construction mm-hmm. right right now and we're gonna go buy equipment to to run a construction company i guarantee i guarantee you we would go under very soon and and i don't mean like you or i like couldn't do it i mean physically like it there's too many like um outliers sure currently happening we're in a world where it's like sue 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 you know what i mean insurance 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 like oh you don't have this workers insurance like you, you know what i mean it's like oh now you, this fucking person just fell off their stairs and yep. you know what I mean? It's, it just, it, we, there has been a significant, I feel like, you know, in our lifetime, you know what I mean? I feel like there was a time when you could use some leverage and, 
and and go into debt and then build yourself up sure. but yeah. i don't i don't know i there's so much competition you know what i mean it's like okay yeah i'll do this job right now for for six grand that's the lowest i could possibly go and then there's a fucking mexican guy that's like i'll do it for three grand yeah you know what i mean or whatever you know i'm just i'm just there is someone else that will do the work for cheaper and um it's just a scary it's a scary time if you're not like preparing i guess if your chickens aren't in order bro you're in trouble you gotta have your chickens in order yo gotta have your mentals in order gotta have your bread in order gotta have your chickens in order everybody knows that um that's that that direct quote marshawn lynch like fucking you know um that's probably the best fucking quote going take care of your bread take care of your mentals take care of your chickens like yo, take care of that shit but it's but it's true and this to to bring this all full circle you know like you and i have been on this financial journey for a long time now and like i didn't panic at all this past week i in fact i put 500 dollars. i bought 500 dollars more of ethereum when it dipped on on what day was it wednesday and then i took i took another few hundred dollars out in cash for my cash stash that i that i have saved so like you know it's just building that you know building the building blocks of like financial security so that when things like this happen listen if if the crypto market goes down 20 percent tomorrow i got a bunch of cash on hand and just go throw it in the atm put it in my account and boom buy a bunch more like like you have to be ready for those opportunities and that's how you do it by making yourself financially stable and secure to begin with. but we uh we should uh start to wrap this up because otherwise we'll just go for fucking two are you hours, talking which is about not the worst green, are you talking about greenbacks yeah but those are like blue backs honestly ben like you know those hundred dollar bills that you got in your hand they're they're more blue than they are green now so <laughs> well let me tell you something about these they're fucking worthless and they're not doing a damn thing for me right now hey they're not they're not uh they're not losing me money but they ain't making me money well actually with inflation they are losing you money there you fucking have they're losing (laughs) this is like a double negative to have these fucking these um um are they cloth is money cloth i have no idea it's like a it's not it's not a paper that's all i know it's definitely like something different um but anyways we'll wrap this up episode 64 of the sunday conversation podcast brought to you by Loyalty Liquors. Check out our boys if you're ever in the greater Dallas area. Uh, are they still hiring, Ben? They still looking for uh, employees? Dude, they're hiring and it's like <laughs> shit's good, dude. Shit's good at the liquor store. I, and, I mean, I guess you know, as somebody who's starting a liquor store, there's worse businesses to be in than the liquor business. That's for damn sure. As, hell uh, yeah. As Bill Belichick likes to say, it sure beats the hell out of digging ditches. With your six ring shirt on. With your Shout out. Yeah, this is a couple rings outdated, you know. It's got eight yeah. now, but whatever. Um, uh, check out our Patreon page, which also huge shout out to uh, my next door neighbor growing up, Brennan Collier, my boy B, uh, our newest pa- patron. I almost said patron. Our newest patron. Uh, that's my boy, yo. Just quick, quick story. He's like six three, six four, and we used to play basketball against each other as kids, and like. You ever see you ever want to see someone just get emasculated all the time? Like you should have watched like us playing basketball against each other. The only thing I could ever do was hit a turnaround jumper on him. Everything else I just got fucking worked. Yeah, but that that court in your backyard was fire. Oh, the one in my dad's house. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
but shout out B. Um, but check out the Patreon page. Link to it is in the bio of our Instagram at Sunday Conversation. Benny, you got anything else? Um, I thought I had, I did, but I think I mean we've 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 talked enough. Yeah, we talked a lot today. Um, hey, great chat, pal. Love you. Love you, bro. Sure.